Hello and welcome back to another video everybody. Today we will be talking about the immigration bill. I'm going to break it down. I'm going to give Mike Johnson, Speaker Mike Johnson, uh, kind of his reaction. I'm going to show that video in just a second. Really quick before we do get into what's going on with immigration and, and the border. I do want to talk about our sponsor of this video, Gulag America. Gulag America is a premium apparel brand for patriots. Right now, if you go use my code JoshCar10 at gulagamerica.com, you will get 10% off. Again, that's JoshCar10 for 10% off. I'm going to put some of their stuff up right here. It's just patriotic apparel brand. They have like really good stuff for winter right now with hoodies and long sleeves. So go check them out right now. Okay, guys. So getting into the news, basically, they've announced that they're finally going to do something about the border. Joe Biden's been president for literally three years now, and you see nothing, but then right in the year of an election, of course, he comes forward, and the legislature, the Senate, rather, is proposing a bill for infrastructure, and it is $118 billion of spending. Now, I know what you're thinking. Wow, finally something on immigration. That's great. $118 billion. Wow, that's a lot to allocate to immigration. I feel pretty happy about that, and if you're saying that, uh, you would be right if this wasn't just a negotiation for more spending to Ukraine and Israel, which it is. This is according to NBC. They said, quote, DHS could close the border if Border Patrol encountered 4,000 or more migrants on average over seven days. So this is basically what people have conceded. This is what's going to happen if this bill becomes law. The border would have to shut down if those encounters reached a seven-day average of 5,000 or if they exceeded 8,500 in a single day. So what does this mean? It means that if that seven-day average can stay under 5,000, so 4,900, 4,900 illegal immigrants can come into the border. By the way, if these people are not from Mexico or Canada, they don't even count. So all the Uzbekistan and Iraqis who are coming through, who are military age and are men and very well could be terrorists, they're not even counted in that. So they're welcome just to pass on through. So my question is this, and this is everybody's question, why not just shut it down completely? Why is this a negotiation? Mike Johnson, from his part, goes in on Biden about this, and I'm actually gonna show this video right now. Let's play the clip. But let me ask you about Donald Trump. He said any Republican who votes for this deal should be ashamed of themselves. You've said you speak to him frequently and that you've discussed this deal with him, quote, at length. Is Donald Trump calling the shots here, Mr. Speaker? Of course not. He's not calling the shots. I am calling the shots for the House. That's our responsibility. And I have been saying this far longer than President Trump has. I have been saying what the requirements are to fix the problem. I don't care if they call the legislation HR2 or not. What we're saying is you have to stem the flow. The, the president has executive authority right now. As Congress does this negotiation and, and the debate and discussion, the president could stop it. Section 212F of the Immigration and Nationality Act, the Supreme Court has already acknowledged, gives the president broad executive but, authority. But he, could, he could close the border literally overnight. So obviously Joe Biden doesn't want to shut down the border, but going into election year, he has to say that he did something. And this has kind of been the story of the Biden kind of staff and administration this whole time. He knew he could never pass a vax mandate. I mean, it was completely unconstitutional. Anybody knew that. But he did it just so he could say he did it and pander to the leftists. He did the same thing with student loan forgiveness, and now he's doing it with the border. He could, day one, do everything that he needs to do to shut down the border. He could have done it three years ago. He hasn't done it. 
What's happening right now is he's shirking off the responsibility to Congress because he wants to act like he did something, but he doesn't really want the responsibility of, you know, having to face leftists who are really happy with Mexicans and Uzbekistanis and Iraqis just coming across the border willy-nilly. And so he'd rather defer to the Republicans to make them look bad, which is a fine strategy. It's good. But what's more frustrating is that the legacy media is covering for him. So essentially, we can have terrorists come across the border again, and Mexicans and Can Canadians will be counted towards that. And so long as they stay at 4,900, then they'll be good. And frankly, there's a large incentive for them to do that. You have to remember that the cartels are the ones that control the border. Um, this is just any. This is just a fact. Any you ask any legal immigrant who's come through, they've probably come through the cartels. And so the cartels know that if they go above that 5,000 average in seven days and the border will be shut down and they don't want that because they need to keep making money because what they do is they blackmail these asylum seekers into giving them money to come across. And if they can't give money, then they put up the family that's still in Mexico as collateral and they basically have to make payments to them as they're in the United States. I know this because I have a lot of friends who are illegal immigrants, some that are very uh, good people, um, but regardless, they're illegal and they got through uh, through the cartels. Um, the crazy part though, this is the crazy part, is that this isn't just a bill on its own, right? Now, if we took this bill on its own, maybe you could argue that this is a step in the right direction. Why they're not just making a full fix, I don't understand that, just pure, especially the Republicans. There's a lot of people like Dan Crenshaw, and I gotta say, I used to like Dan Crenshaw a lot, but he's talking about how this is a plus. It's not a plus. If it was by itself, Technically, it would be a net positive. Again, you could argue all day long, why can't they just do it all at once, which they totally could. But in return, essentially, for Republicans having this win on the border, $60 billion has to go to Ukraine. $60 billion, almost doubling the amount of aid that we've given Ukraine. I don't understand why, it's crazy to me, that in order to like minutely protect your own border, you have to pay the Ukrainian government $60 billion. Quite literally, Zelensky has taken our government hostage and it's gotten to the point where in order to pay for border security on our southern border, we have to spend $60 billion. That is what our government is telling us right now, is that in order for us to have a little bit of security at, the, at our southern border, Zelensky needs $60 billion. And if you haven't heard, like just last week, $40 million uh, was caught being used by Ukrainian officials. So don't let's not pretend that this money is being used well. Uh, even if it was being used well, I don't think that America has a responsibility of tanking its southern border and economy to help another country that wasn't even seen as a democracy five years ago. But in any case, even if it was a democracy, does it really matter? Our government, does it not have responsibility to its own citizens? But regardless, the fact that we've spent $60 billion just to get a bit, little bit more security at our southern border is crazy. Um, the fact, again, the fact that this bill was even pushed is frankly offensive. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think it's going to pass. I think at this point you need 60 senators to break the filibuster in the Senate. I think that is really wishful. Even if it does happen, it will not pass in Congress, especially after what Mike Johnson just said in that clip, he's not going to pass it in Congress. I would be really surprised if even 50 Republicans in the house voted for it because it's just such a garbage bill. And let me say this. If Republicans vote for it, they're screwed in 2024. They need to, this is the time to put their foot down and say no. Ukraine does not get priority over American citizens. All of the power that we need to shut down the border is already with the president. We don't need to make new laws. 
Joe Biden can just do it today. He's not doing it because he's trying to pander to all sides at once, and it's time to put him in a difficult place. And Republicans have that incentive going into 2024, so I don't know why they wouldn't do it. I fully expect them to do it. Mike Johnson isn't an idiot. Um, some establishment Republicans will definitely try to push for this, especially because, you know, as Republicans and Democrats are invested in Lockheed Martin and other military industrial complex agents are going to try to, you know, make more money off of this war as they've done. Um, but at the end of the day, you can only fool the American people so much. And with Nikki Haley, people like Nikki Haley coming forward and people like Vivek Ramaswamy and Ron DeSantis calling out people like Nikki Haley for making major bucks doing this. It's only a matter of time before this becomes a less common practice. I think that's what we're going to see here. And uh, frankly, I just think it's offensive that they even push this bill forward at all. But if they pass it, if Republicans make this mistake, they're screwed in 2024. That's for sure. As always, guys, thank you so much for watching this video. If you haven't checked out my new book, A New Cult, The Progressive Takeover of the West, please go check it out at Amazon. I had a really fun time writing it. Talks about all the things I was talking about with immigration, the military industrial complex, and how progressives are literally a cult. Again, go check it out at Amazon.com. We'll see you next time.